It's Thursday, September 29th, and you're tuned in to the TNAB Podcast. I'm Vince. I'm Anthony. And this is the Geek Chic Culture Show. We talk about all the cool things in the whole wide world. Do you know what I just realized? Like right now, just as soon as we started, you realized something. We are in the midst of the, I suppose, big video game release window. All the big games are coming now. Dude, I just got a call on the phone. GameStop, they're like, hey. Come out tomorrow. Come pick up your pre-order. Of what? Of Bayonetta 1. What? For the Switch. And I'm like, damn, it really is release season. What? Yeah. Uh, doesn't that game come with three? No. That's literally just one? It's just one because they never released one physically on the Switch. Oh, God. And then because the Bayonetta 3 Special Edition has the case to hold all three games physically, I had to buy the physical version of that game, obviously. Wait, so then what What comes in the Bayonetta 1 Nothing. There's no special edition. It's like a $30 Switch game. No, like, doesn't it come with a game case? Yeah, it comes with a game case and a cart. Wait, I'm I'm confused. Bayonetta 1 on the Switch only was released digitally. No, I got it. And you got a physical edition. I got the physical edition. What does the special edition for 3 have anything to do with this? Because the 3 has a package thing in it that allows you to store, like in a slipcase, all three Bayonetta games. And you are going to one. do this? Yes. And you're going to throw out the Bayonetta 1 case? No, I'm going to put it in... It holds all three cases. Oh, I know. So where are you going to keep the game? In the case. I guess. Which case? In all the cases. What? What are you, what are you talking about? You are you on one, drugs? You have one game. You have one game? I have Bayonetta 1. Oh, wait. You mean it's literally a slip cover that wraps around three different games? Yes. Oh, that's not as exciting. <laughs> that's not as exciting. What are you talking about? Wait. What did you think? You, wait. you thought it was a single game case that held three carts? Yes. Oh, no. That's ridiculous. Who would ever buy something hold like that? On, That's hold crazy. On. You're telling me the thing in the special edition is cardboard that got you to buy the special edition. Yeah, and the art book. So it's I guess that's more cardboard. You've but. never talked. I've been you've been talking about this slipcase for generations. <laughs> I've never heard you once talk about the art book. Yeah, I know you don't care about that book. I love and art I, books, and I also know video game special edition art books are always shit. But this one seems pretty good. No, it's it not. It's pretty good. Okay, well, so that's what that's what you're excited about. I'm excited about slipcases. Yes. Wow, damn! In one convenient spot, I could hold all my games. Bruh, I don't even know how to respond to that. That's Dude, insane. Come over to the side. That's come over ins- to the dark side, dude. Insane. I can't even insanely think of insanely cool. I can't even think of an equivalency for that. Like, dude, like I was excited because Walmart's like, we got new re- disposable bags we're giving away with yeah. all f- purchases over fifty bucks. Yeah, why not? Damn. And you got to collect all three. I guess so. God, it's like Happy Meal season all over again. <laughs> I'm oh fuck. Speaking of Happy Meals, uh, Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards are done. Yeah, okay, they're over. I'm fucking pissed. I'm short one card. I have 14 out of 15 of the Pokemon cards. How many trips to McDonald's did you make? A lot, <laughs> like like eight. Oh wow. And I also got one pack for free because they fucked up. So I technically got nine packs. Bruh, ain't enough times. You gotta go ten times to guarantee, dude. I got two foil Pikachu's. Nice. And I don't have an uncommon Smurgle. I'm so mad. I'm missing card fifteen of fifteen. Go buy it online. No, I give up. <laughs> it's gonna be like two dollars. Yeah, probably. Even less than that. Well, maybe shipping will will get you. Yeah, but. it'll be like two dollars for the card and like twenty dollars for shipping. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a shame. So mad. I don't have to tell you, except that sucks. It does suck. I do have all the toys, though, so that's good. I don't think you care about that part. True. I think you care about the cards. True, I don't. I was trying to console myself, but you saw right through me. Ah, <laughs> I did. 
an empty shell of a man. <sighs> if only I had a smuggle. Oh, well. I almost ran into that problem this week. What do you mean? Like missing out on something. What did you miss out on? Or what did you almost miss out on? A bicycle. But I didn't. I got it. Nice. And I'm happy. How much did you spend on this bike? I don't know. You don't know? It's it, Price is dependent per, per area. Oh, my God. <laughs> per area code? No, per country. Oh. So you just got an indeterminately expensive bike. Who said it's expensive? Because it's a Cervelo. I mean, it depends what you think expensive is. If you say over a thousand, well, actually, money's then, all relative, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I were Scrooge McDuck, like, what's a, what's a million dollars to me? It's nothing. It's chump change. Absolutely. Oh, and shut that's the, fu- the get out of here, going <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> Goddamn. Tell me you're privileged without telling me you're privileged. All I'm saying is that it's it's a it's a bicycle on two wheels. How God much? Damn. How expensive can it be? Right. Goddamn. It could be very expensive. It could yeah. be more than your computer. It could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could be. be more than your whole driving rig setup. It could be. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Hold on. Is it? Do you include my PC? I I think your PC and your driving rig setup is probably more expensive than that. Yeah. 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 You're crazy. That's crazy. Wait, no, no, no. My PC and my driving. Plus your rig. Is yeah. more expensive than the bike. No, no, no. I'm saying the bike is more expensive. No, than no, no, no. No way. Okay. No All right. Way, we'll no see. Way, no we'll way. see. Once that bill comes in and you're hurting. What do you mean? I already paid for it. But so, oh, so you do know how much it is. Uh, yeah. So, you, so tell me. I know how much it costs. <laughs> God damn! Flash a figure on the screen or something. I will leave it to the listener to find God out. God damn! I bought right. a I bought a gold, not, 20, not real gold. I was gonna say like twenty four carat. I think I think the actual name is like gold dust. <laughs> like the wrestler. Yeah, that's what All they right. call it the colorway. Okay. Um, which is weird because their black one is called ember. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I was, I was, and the white one was ape and glow, and I was like, "What? What? <laughs> what are these names?" All right. And Cervelo is a Canadian company. Like, what are these names? Okay. Anyways, I'm just being patriotic. Okay. I can only ride the Canadian the Canadian brand. bikes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, nice try. Yeah, nice I got. Try. I, anyways, yeah, I got a solo. Support local business. Exactly. <laughs> I supported local, and they are supporting the solo rider by releasing the Cervelo soloist. And I got it with electronic shifting, so I'm very happy. And disc brakes? Yeah. You crazy. Yeah, yeah. It should be here in like the next couple of weeks. I, it's too much. It's too much. But I got to get rid of the other one now. I guess that like offsets the cost a little bit. Like half. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's that. This was another week of interesting news, I think. I think so, too. So let's get into it. First up, EA Originals was a program that electronic arts had set out a couple years back Mm -hmm. in the idea of funding i suppose interesting ideas and to hopefully give us new games that ea wouldn't make otherwise Mm -hmm. first of those is been revealed it's called wild hearts by koei tecmo the guys behind dynasty warriors and woe long oh shit they do yeah or is that team ninja no it's koei tecmo publishing yeah that's so weird wait who did neo uh team ninja and they were by and they were published by koei tecmo okay 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 all right anyways wild hearts looks to be like ea's competitor to monster hunter it looks pretty good and it looks pretty neat there are of course you know reservations the last time ea did something interesting and cool Mm -hmm. it bombed which which was that anthem 
Yeah, but that game sucked. But it, it looked it did look so cool. cool. It did look cool. That's true. Like the idea, but also EA is not making this game; they're publishing it. You're right. So there's a, a higher chance of this one succeeding. Uh, but yeah, if you like big giant fantasy monsters and and smacking them in the head with a sword, I say check out this trailer out on February 23rd. It didn't mention, but I'm assuming PS5, Xbox Series, PC. Mm-hmm. I don't know about last gen, but at this point, if you're mad that it's not on the last gen, I don't know. Get with the times. These consoles are like two years old now, so You'd still nobody can buy them. Except TJ bought one oh, last week. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. I, every time I see them go um, online too, like when Wario 64 even is like, oh, the Canadian whatever has these and blah blah blah. Um, like they're sold out like instantaneously. So yeah, but you're not looking. You're waiting for that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to walk into a store and it's exactly there. like that's just how it is. If you want something now. You just got to go. You got to put in the effort, right? No. All right. <laughs> I'm going to I want to go back to pre-pandemic consumerism where there's too much of everything and I walk into a store and I'm like, "Oh, it's here." Don't get me wrong. That's I it. I want that too. I would like to be able to go and buy my car, but yeah. that's not happening. You didn't even get the car you originally ordered. Oh, uh, what are you talking about? Didn't you you ordered one car and then they're like, "It's been so long. We're going to give you the new car instead." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right? Yeah, like yeah. You, you didn't even get the one you ordered. So Yeah, but it's not even like I don't know if there's any differences besides the fact that one says manufactured in 23 versus 22. Like, I, I, I don't know what the difference is, if there is any. Anyways, yeah, I, I do wish we could just do that, you know. Same with the iPhone. I wish I could just go buy it, but... You did. But it's not arriving. Like, it doesn't just <laughs> show up. <laughs> but you bought it. <laughs> yeah, but, like... Okay, yeah. You can walk into an Apple store yeah. and be like, give me the iPhone, Because now, now I have to worry about not wrecking my current iPhone. Because yeah. I did that trade-in program, True. right? And to a bigger extent, same with my current car. Do you have a screen protector on there? I do. Interesting. It's glass. Okay. I told you to buy a screen protector. You told me just like f- 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had a screen protector on any of my phones. I know. And then you've always been like, I scratched my screen. No. I only scratched the one the last time. Also- My S4 was I'm primo. surprised you're, you're very brave in putting your phone face down on every surface. Why? Because you don't know what's on these surfaces. But it's my case has like a lip that lifts the case off the or the phone off the table. Fair enough. But what if there's still something t- taller than that lip? Well, there's not. You I'm don't know that. It. I'm looking at it. It's not. All right. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Because I know that wasn't a a cheap item, and they're not exactly cheap to replace. No. No, they're not. But All I'll right. probably look into a screen protector eventually. Yes. Uh, next up, keeping on the video game track, HBO put out their first trailer for the last of us yes and oh baby this looks like the last of us it looks so good that uh, oh you're I not gonna watch it i think it's gonna bomb i think it's gonna be great we'll see i think i think most people why why don't you think it's gonna be good because i have no faith in video game adaptations of anything it's it literally looks like this is the closest that this is just looked like it's the game i know and that's what worries me I bet it's going to be amazing, and you know what's going to happen, Anthony? What? People will be like, yo, have you seen The Last of Us? And then you're going to be like, the game? And you'll be like, what's, what are you talking about? What are you the talking show. About? The show, the HBO show. There's no game. Crazy person. <laughs> what's, what's a game? What's a what's a video game? And The Last of Us is going to get so huge, but only because of the show. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. And you're going to sit in the corner and be like, but I was there when it was a game, and I was playing it, and be like, dude. And you get a different experience when you <laughs> play the game. It's so, uh, the experience is better. Yeah, but it's a game. How can it look better than real life? 
I want to die. <laughs> Just you wait. It's coming. It's crazy, too, because like, this reality could come true because Edge Runners yeah. is an anime that has like cracked the fucking popular... Like it's like normie area. Hell yeah, the Headrunners is, is amazing. And I think what was it? Uh, Cyberpunk sold over a million or two million units. Twenty. Twenty million. They sold over twenty million units. They broke The Witcher 3's most concurrent players record yes. on Steam. Like this could be a real future, and I hate it. Why? <laughs> because they just uh, the book's just better than the movie. Oh, I mean, like, this God asshole. <laughs> this asshole. And I can finally say it. All right? Oh, my God. God damn. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, I, I'm looking forward to watching this maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Get your own ideas, TV. God damn. Nah. They saw how well it worked stealing comics in the movies. True. So why not do it here? True. Um, Speaking about games to shows... Near Automata had its first sort of trailer for its anime. This is going to be that one for sure. What? This this is going to be Oh, I love Near. Oh yeah, you play How do you like that one boss? What are you talking about? You, <laughs> I, I watched it and I'll be like, "Fuck." I actually think this is going to be the reverse. I think this anime is going to be dog shit. This I've seen some shot by shot comparisons. It's looking pretty faithful. It's looking You're, pretty faithful maybe, to the Maybe, probably, but I have a feeling this one is not going to to live up. They bashojoed the shit out of, out of 9S. nine S. Oh yeah, my his god! Lips. I'm like, Dude, yo, this boy's ready to suck cock. Yeah, he's maximum twink. This guy oh is crazy. God. Oh my, which is god. a shame because there's only other the only other characters in this universe are women. And like in the game, he was a little frail, but he wasn't like this. Like he's dolled up. Like he got he got, he got a BBL. He got some injections. Like. It's kind of crazy. I know, and uh, because it's anime, you'll only get to see Tubi's crotch if they draw it. I'm going to have to definitely mute Tubi, or not Tubi, um, 9S on my Twitter <laughs> oh, yeah, for, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because it's just going to be a bunch of BL. Like, there's no other BL way. who? With Himself? robots, with Adam and Eve. Oh, oh yeah. Remember those yeah. two? Bishojo'd boys? Hmm. And this one is definitely going to be a game. Or a, a, an adaptation where I'll be pissed off because it's like Yoko Taro does such interesting things in video games to like take you out of the experience on purpose and like fuck with you and the way you think video games work. And it's just not going to work or it's just not going to translate into television. And I'm You're like, right, God damn. Because it's going to be better. <sighs> I want to die. I hate this future. It's good. Dude. Finally, my last pick. Ryan Reynolds showed up with a video. Telling us all about the Deadpool update. This was hilarious. I love this. This was great. It was. All to say, it's coming. Eventually. 2024. <laughs> Holy September. moly. But I guess the big part is Hugh Jackman is coming back. Huge jacked man. Is as the Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they go into why he's not dead. Well, <laughs> they, they said that Logan takes place in like 2029. Yes. And this play, this thing is probably going to take place before that. Or is it? Or is it? Because Deadpool likes to time travel. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because this this saga of the current MCU is the multiverse saga. It's true. So who knows how they're going to do it? What if this is Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, the movie? Uh, That would be cool, but then you know they have to reverse it. Yeah, of course. They also said Scarlet Witch isn't actually dead. 
They didn't okay. do it in this video. Of course. Of course not. She has reality bending powers. Yeah. And like, uh, I think the producers of Marvel were like, well, we don't really know what happened to Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. They're just as, like, the MCU is just as bad as comic book stuff. Now. Absolutely. That's crazy. Absolutely. I kind of so, love it. Chances are she'll be back. And those. They got to do House of M eventually. Yeah, I guess they do, huh? Because that storyline's sick. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Probably not, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. Um, And yeah, I would say that's it for my week. Okay. I got a couple quick ones. Okay. Remember the Google Stadia? No. Remember cloud gaming? And Google's like, man, we're going to sell you a controller and a little box. Not the Ouya. This is a different thing. The Stadia. Okay. And they're like, you're going to play games through the cloud, kid. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, they're like, it wasn't that sick because we're shutting it down. <laughs> Damn. So uh, it launched about three years ago. Google has now announced that the Stadia will be closing down. Closing and not only, shop. No, not only that, but Google will be refunding all Stadia hardware purchases made through the Google Store and all game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia Store without, purchase, or without uh, receipt. Wow. So if you had bought Stadia through Google and you had bought anything on their store, you will get fully refunded for everything you bought. See, now I wish I bought it. Which is kind of crazy. Because then that would have just been, that's just a free demo. I get And then you get a cool controller I mean, to keep. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's just more e-waste. Nah, never mind. <laughs> never you mind. got a cool controller to give to me. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. I uh, still want the Steam controller. Yeah, I still want that too. My friend has one. I'm trying to like pry it from his cold dead hands, but he will not have it. Why did you have to? Why does he have to be dead? Because I think that's the only way he'll give it. To Just me. take it from him alive, bro. Um, but yeah, Google will be refunding all of that. The players will have until January 18th next year, 2023, in order to enjoy their cloud gaming experience. And then it's just over. And then it's just gone. Everything you've ever bought. If you, but the thing is too is people are kind of unsure about if you bought the Stadia from outside of Google. Because I think like Best Buy and retail had the Stadia for a while. Oh yeah. So maybe you might need a receipt for that. I'm not sure. But I am very, very, very surprised this is happening. Because earlier this year they doubled they down. doubled down, right? They closed all of their internal game development teams and just focused on like third party stuff. Like they were going to work with like uh, Peloton and Capcom. I think they had a thing going on with Bungie for a while. Um, they were they were going hard in the paint to try and get cloud gaming a th become a thing, and then now the switch has cloud gaming. We just uh, talked about that. Was it that Logitech gamepad or whatever the yeah. fuck that was G last week? G handheld. And the fact that Google is like, nah. Well, it's kind of a scary concept for cloud gaming in general. Yeah, I think I think the difference with the Stadia though is everything was all in house, mm -hmm. like their gaming thing. With the Logitech one, while I while I still don't believe in it, all they're doing is piggybacking off of Game Pass mm -hmm. and NVIDIA, who have their own services set up. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But that's, uh, yo, pour one out for a real one. The pioneers in cloud I gaming. I, I don't Stadia. know if I'm pour one out. I think it was, no. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, that shit's kind of ugly, too. That controller's not so great. Uh, Sony, on the other end, has confirmed a date for their PlayStation Stars loyalty program. I read something about this that was interesting. Uh, it will roll out in Asia, September 29th, Ooh. so today. Ah. And the reward scheme in Amer the Americas will be October 5th, 
and in Europe and Australia for October 13th. Mm. They have announced that these are basically like, they're more trophies, but they're outside of the game. They're like meta trophies. It's like a battle pass. It's kind of like a battle pass. So it's free to join if you have a PlayStation Network account and you do not need PlayStation Plus to use it. But there are two types of rewards. There are loyalty points, which can be redeemed in ways like, uh, like, you know, when you pay back with points on your credit card, yeah, buy games with points in your PSN wallet. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then also digital collectibles, oh, uh, which are just like sick JPEGs. Um, They have note, they have noted that you will not be able to sell your JPEGs. These JPEGs are not one of a kind. These are not NFTs. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Uh, they're, they're really leaning into like the fact that this is like, these are just digital collectibles. Uh, and they're doing some like kind of like meta ones where they're, I think their first campaign is going to be Hit Play 1994, where if you launch games that match song-based clues, you'll receive a limited collectible that can only be gotten during that campaign. Damn. And it becomes like a... I guess like a like a trophy case, basically. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more boring than I thought it would be. I was kind of hoping for like a Club Nintendo style thing where I can collect points and then like redeem it for maybe like a physical reward or something like that. Or like a, yeah, like a PlayStation Store exclusive tchotchke, something like that. I think it'd be, sounds like something they would do in the future. Like I can't see them not doing it. Maybe, I guess it but, depends on how successful this works out. Yeah. Uh, but already controversy has begun. Oh, yeah. Because they have noted that people who are, you know, they're up in the ranks, right, in the yeah. PlayStation Stars oh, loyalty program. Read. Yes, yes. They will receive primary access when it comes to customer service reports and calls. Yeah. So if your account has a lot of loyalty program shit, they're going to be like, oh, yes, uh, sir, Vincent Sanchez, how are you today? Of course. Uh, we will obviously get your problem solved with the utmost quickness Duh. and while you wait we have shipped to you a, a foot massage machine <laughs> yeah so they're gonna give people preferential treatment if you're a high loyalty holder um people are kind of wondering if that means that the plebs are gonna get worse support now yeah and obviously you hope you hope you gotta wish right yeah. so We'll so see. this doesn't involve any real money, though, right? No. Okay. The only thing that is quote-unquote real money is the fact that you might be able to exchange your points for yeah, PSN but you, credit. But there's no buy-in from the consumer end. No, no. You just have to have a PlayStation Network account. And okay. I, Well, I guess the buy-in is you need the console, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't need PlayStation Plus for it. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard that if you have PlayStation Plus, if you get anything bonus or anything like that. Um, so it's just it's just more. It's trophies on top of trophies. They're meta trophies. Sounds like it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to get some meta trophies, Vince? Not particularly. Not even for exclusive access to customer service when your PlayStation 5 breaks down? No. All right. Okay. If it breaks, it breaks. If he breaks, he breaks. Uh, that's all I have for that one. The next up is that dual Kickstarter I talked about a while ago from the Shadow Hearts and the Wild Arms creators. Yep. It's it's blown past its uh, required Kickstarter. I think it's like 300% funded now. 300. Uh, so their initial hit was a million yen, which is about 945,000 Canadian dollar dues. Wow. 
uh, it is in its last 16 hours of backing as of this recording, and it's at 3.03 million Canadian dollars. Hmm. So and rising. I'm looking at the the list it's kind of up and up and lower up. than I thought it would be, but okay. Uh, I don't know. Having triple your intended goal is pretty good. Um, I guess so. But yeah, uh, so Armed Fantasia and Penny Blood are the two games, and they have announced that they have two legendary composers coming to these projects. Mm. Nobuo Uematsu, who is obviously Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy man. Yes. And Kenji Ito, who has scored the Saga series mm. in, in the past, are both lined up to join on this project. Uh, it's as someone who backed this, very exciting. Which one did you back? What tier? I bought. I, I backed the one where it's both games physical. I think it's like 115 yen or something. 115,000 yen. Okay. Um, there were some crazy tiers that are all sold out. I think there was like a million yen tier and someone bought that, which is kind of bonkers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This project, I know it's not coming out to like sometime 2025, but... The more I hear about it, the more fifteen thousand yen. Oh. Yeah, wow. The so more... one hundred fifty bucks. No, it are the yen's dog shit right now. You think the Canadian dollar is any good? It's better than the yen. Okay, it's one hundred forty-five. No, it's like a hundred and ten dollars. It says right here one hundred forty-five. It's approximately, dude. But by the time they charge me, it'll have tanked even more. What are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> I think you can't. You can't do math, my I, friend. Dude, I the yen's the yen sucks. All right. Don't worry. It's 150 bucks. What are you talking about? Don't, it's, listen, it's okay. I, I don't know what to tell you. 15,000 yen is 15,000 yen. I'm going on XE.com right now. Okay. Yeah. And what are you going to find? What did I say? 15,000 yen? It, it's 15,000 yen. It's 15,200 yen. Dude, it's like 135 bucks. No. Bruh. No way. Easy. It literally says right here, that's 144. A, that's what they're going to charge you. Approximately. That's what approximately. they're going to charge you, my but man. But it, it depends on what the credit card company charges me because they're going to charge me in yen. Yeah, and then they're going to charge you that processing fee. We'll see. We'll see. It's 150 bucks. Okay. But two big name composers on top of the two big name directors. Okay. So this game's looking hot. This game's looking good. Shit, it's going to bomb, isn't it? Dude, it's going to fucking bomb. It's not even going to come out. <laughs> it's going to be Shenmue 3 gonna all over so again. Shit. Uh, and I'm going to be motherfucking pissed. <laughs> how, come you, how come you didn't get the deluxe edition? Because uh, that, that was a lot of crap I didn't want. Oh, but you love the special. You just said that you were buying a slipcover. Yeah, but that's useful. Well, this could have. What if this has a slipcover for both go, games? Go scroll back up. Scroll back up. To what? Go to the go to the. You get uh, next gen, gen art. <laughs> next gen art. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Acrylic standees. Oh my god. Premium coffee table book. Yeah, I don't. Bro, regular art. Dude, book. Oh, the, vi- there's a the vinyl. The vinyl. Uh oh, dude. Maybe I have time to. Dude, I have time to add on some stuff. You love graphic. Those are the ugliest graphic tees I've ever seen in my life. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Just the vinyl's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Dude, but don't you want those acrylic stands? Okay, I got to ask listeners Who's here. Who's buying acrylic stands? Who Who's buying acrylic standees? Honestly, sometimes they come in like the limited edition of uh, like limited run games that I buy. And they're so dog shit. Like who's using Who's buying So these? like I've seen some people put them on the dash of their car. Yeah, and it looks so stupid. But like every time I see an acrylic stand, all I think is 
buddy, what? You couldn't afford the figure, so you yeah. bought the stand? Like, just get the Figma, dude. Like, what are you doing? Don't settle. Just, just save your pennies even more and get the get the real deal. That's that's so nuts. Yeah. Cause yeah, I I don't know a purpose they serve. Like, like yeah, like what what feeling if you if you are a listener and you buy the acrylic, acrylic standy, yeah. what do you what do you feel when you get an acrylic stand? Like but, you know who we should ask? We should ask Rachel because I bet she has some BTS acrylic standy. I bet she does. And like, I what do you get does. out of that? Like, why wouldn't you just get a poster at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because they're cheap, so you get that instant like you know rush of just being able to like, buy oh, something. I'm part of the army. <gasps> yeah. Right, they're they're an easy buy-in, maybe. But even then, and, and then like the one that blows my mind is the premium version of these, where they're like glass. Oh yeah, right. And you're like, yeah. oh, that costs a penny. But or like then the vinyl stand. Yeah, but then it's like it's still a flat 2D JPEG. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. You heard here first. The, the TNIB crew does not support acrylic standees. We do not support acrylic that's, standees. That's for poor people. All right. <laughs> acrylic standees are for poor people. That's, that's There's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait for this game to be dog shit once it comes out. So okay. I, already, I already backed it, so whatever. <laughs> I guess, yeah, all right. In for a penny. In, in for, for a pound. pound. Yeah. Uh, in for an acrylic standee. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and then last but not least, not to be outdone by Tencent and China, mm. Saudi Arabia is in the news, baby. Remember when they bought out SNK? Yeah. And they were all like, bro, just because Saudi Arabia brought, bought out SNK, it doesn't mean we're not going to release cool shit. Nice. And it's like, so far, they've kept good on their promise. Well, Saudi Arabia, they probably saw that Tencent acquisition in Ubisoft, and they're like, we could do that. Hmm. We got oil money. That shit's sick. So, uh, well, you got it. A company, an investment company called Savvy Games Group, with two V's. Uh, they are owned by a sovereign wealth fund, the PIF, out of Saudi Arabia. Okay. They have uh, announced that they will be investing seventy billion rials, which is about eighteen point six billion dollars. Yeah. In uh to take minority stakes in several quote key companies, end quote, that will support Savvy's game development agenda. Ooh, I like it when they use agenda. Agenda, right? And then they'll be using another fifty billion reals, which is about thirteen point three billion American dollars, to acquire, quote, a leading game publisher to become a strategic development partner, end for, quote. For how much? For thirteen billion dollars, it's a bargain. That's dude. When you when you got Saudi Arabia money, <laughs> it don't fucking matter. Um, the the Saudi Ground Prince uh, Mohammed bin Salam, who famously famously uh, killed a news reporter. <laughs> <laughs> He, he said in a statement that Savvy Games Group is one is one part of our ambitious strategy aiming, to rule the world, aiming to make Saudi Arabia the ultimate global hub for games and esports by 2030. Interesting. Uh, we e are har we are harnessing the untapped potential across esports and the game sector to vi diversify our e economy because oil's gonna tank and they're gonna drive innovation in the on the scale of entertainment and esports yeah. offering across the kingdom. Wow. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now, when he says esports, does he mean male esports? 
Of course, women can't play video games. Okay, just just That's just just checking, dude. Okay, what, how are cool. they going to see through the hijab? Cool. What the cool. fuck? Cool, cool. Uh, they can't. How are they going to pick up a controller when they're wearing a burqa? That doesn't make I any sense. So. I'm glad we fuck? settled that one. God damn. Uh, <laughs> That's I'm getting canceled for that one. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Uh, uh, yeah. So the, the they've also made. Uh, I think a bunch of investments this year where they, I think they purchased a, a 5.01 stake in Nintendo this year. They uh, purchased 5% stakes in Capcom and Nexon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've also invested a bunch in Activision Blizzard, EA, a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. So they're, they're not, they're not doing this like willy nilly. They're really believing in video games. Um, yeah. They're, they're going for it. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see how see. this goes. Um, obviously, people are worried because of like, was it the it's like the war on Yemen and all the historically, I guess like bad shit in our eyes that they've done to like female activists and homosexuality and stuff. And obviously, video games are like a super inclusive space, especially now. Yeah. So they're wondering what's going to happen there. But uh, yeah, the the gaming investment arm head has dismissed dismissed those concerns as older impressions of the country. So. We'll see how true that is. When this much money is changing hands, I would dismiss it too. Yeah. Why not? I guess. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, those are my picks. Video games are, uh, they're attracting the world economy. And I guess rightfully so. They're the most profitable entertainment industry right now. So why not? As they should. As they should. So this week, I am almost fully healed. Nice. Arms are good. Legs are good. I think I won't be like a hundred percent. Put your wrist on the table. So let me hit it with this phone for a second. <laughs> You're you really gonna do that, huh? You're gonna wreck your phone before you wreck my wrist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice try, yeah, bro. You're gonna wreck it, dude. Uh, I think I'm still like four weeks out till I'm like fully, fully healed. Mm-hmm. But I can do things. Right. So I started working out this week. Turns out I can't lift a lot. Hell yeah, so just like me. It's not because I literally can't do it. It's just because it brings me pain in my wrist. So I guess yeah, I, I can't do it. Okay. Um. Right. But it's I guess it's, it's it's good to be active once again. But you're you're doing like um what's it called? Like you're doing like more, like more reps, lighter weights type stuff, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So that's what it is. Uh but yeah, it, it's just kind of sucks though cuz it's just way more boring. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that was what I've been doing there. I also helped a friend move house. Boo. You. Uh yeah, it's moving. <laughs> like, Have you heard about moving? It's pretty exciting. Yeah. You know, doors need to be wider. Yeah. Because yeah. nothing's just more depressing than you're like, dude, let me get, we got to move in this L-shaped couch. Motherfucker. That banner was just like, looks like we're going to have to disassemble it. I'm like, oh man. Uh, what if we didn't? What if we threw it in the garbage and you bought a new one? Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. I guess we're going to have to take it apart. Oh no. So like that's, that was the worst part of it. But otherwise, eh, it's moving. Moving is all right. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a thing to do. Uh, but otherwise, I didn't do anything this week, because all I did... Oh, you did something. You just oh, did one of something. Bro, I just played Overwatch. I got back in. Overwatch 1, you played. 1. Servers are closing on the 2nd. I'm, I'm getting my... Did all your stuff in. transfer over yet? Uh, no. It transfers over all when the new on game launch launches, day? yeah. Okay, all right. But I'm just grinding for coins. Woo! All right. It's 25 coins a match. A thousand coins to unlock a skin. That's a lot of coins. I'm just going for. I've unlocked four thousand and then I spent them. Do you know what skins you need? Uh, nope. You didn't do like a cross reference. Nope. PlayStation's just over there. Nah. You crazy. But apparently the currency transfers over. 
right. And you could just buy old skins at but the me, same you, currency. But I'm saying you're like doubling down on skins. Anyways, Overwatch is great. <laughs> it's so good. Is it? I'm just playing random role, and I just feel, guess what? I've never played DPS. Yeah, DPS I, sucks. I'm only playing support and tank because that's what I get randomized into, and it's been great. Oh, my God, I love this game. Dude, as someone who plays League of Legends, mm. when you go to fill and you always get filled into your two roles of support and jungle, mm. shit slaps. Mm-hmm. I skipped Monday of work to just play to play over. Like you took a day off? No. You just didn't work? Yeah. That's time theft. What are you uh, doing? Sure. Sure, why not? We can call it that. Dude, it's been great. Overwatch is so much fun. I can't wait. I, then I've been just reading up all the news on all the launch day stuff and mm-hmm. like the battle pass stuff. Whatever. Turns out uh, I get to jump right into competitive if I want to. Because I'm, I'm just going to do it. All right. Battle pass 80 levels. I'm going to do it. We're going to hear a lot about Overwatch. Oh, man. There's so much I can't wait to talk about. That Kiriko character? Holy Hershey's cracked. Oh, she is cracked. Damn. My God. I've never seen a healer or support with so much mobility. Well, guys, I got to tell you right now, I think once Overwatch 2 comes out, it'll be a solo show. Vince will be. God (laughs) damn. It's so good. Anyways, that was my week. That's it. That's it? Like, no new updates? No new meta? No. No new characters you're loving? Uh, It's the same ones. I'm playing Ana, playing Brig. Why don't you playing Diva and Reinhardt? Those are my four. Break out of your comfort zone, you know. Play some. Play some. Who's the robot healer? Zen. Yeah, play Zenyatta. He sucks. I know. <laughs> Give yourself a handicap. Sometimes I'll play Moira. Sometimes. Well, you play, sometimes I'll play MLGS tier. It's cool. Sometimes, if I need to, but I never. When you need gotta to. sweat. Yeah, when I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have nothing to tell you. Like the game is kind of unbalanced right now. Too many shields. Too many turrets. Goddamn. It's kind of busted. Right. Whatever. I love it. It's the best. Okay. And I'm kind of sad that it's dying because I'm never going to play this version of Overwatch again. But yeah. that doesn't mean Wait, I ever happened? want to go back to what it. What happens to my Overwatch 1 disc? Uh, It boots into the new Overwatch. Uh, what if I don't update the firmware? It Then, I don't know. What Can do I you? play the old ones still? No, because the servers are gone. Yeah, but I, isn't there like a single player, like a bot mode? Now? I guess technically if it's on offline, you're still, I don't know. No, because you have to log into Blizz. Oh my God, that's brutal! Your Blizzard account before you can get into the to the game. Dude, where's my refund? For what? For my bot? They're doing it with the Stadia. Yeah, no. I got a refund for Mag. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> so many games die. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing to say. Overwatch is great. Uh, expect me to talk about the new one next week, and that's all I'll talk about f- until the end of the year. Blah. I dropped my watch. Okay, cool. I'll step on it. I don't know where it is. Sure. That's your week? Yeah. Okay. I've also been going back to something old. Right? I've seen. Playing, I play in more, more, more Doom Eternal on the PC. But this is your first time on the PC? This playing? is my first time playing oh, okay. on the PC. And I got to tell you. It's better I'm, on the PC? Um, it's, it's better on the PC. It's kind of it's crazy how it's so good on the PC. Are you telling me the game that first arrived on the scene on PC, built for the PC, ground up for the PC, Yeah, is best experienced on the PC and not the PlayStation? Yeah, did you? That's crazy, right? Wow. That's fucking wild. What a revelation. Dude, especially when I can play it at 144 frames solid on a 144 hertz monitor. Bro, it's time to step it up. Dude. You need a 360 hertz monitor. Dude, I need a, I need a 2K monitor first. How about just make it 4K? 4K, yeah. 5,000 hertz? Yeah. How smooth can it go? Um, so yeah, I've been playing Doom Eternal on PC, and I got to say, it's 
it's almost a completely different game. Uh, with the speed you can move at? With yeah. the speed you can move at and the, the movement manipulation you can do, uh, it's, it's like I'm playing a different version because... I played on hard mode originally when I played Doom Eternal because I was like, oh, I beat Doom 2016 on hard. I'll do that. But they've added like so many mechanics and movement options and like mandatory things on the harder difficulties where it's like you have to take out these guys' cannons and stuff like that. Yeah. That I got to this one, the one boss fight and I got absolutely mauled for like two hours. And I'll, I'll tell you, it beat me down. I went down to normal on the console. Oh my God. It, was, it defeated me. But I got to that boss fight on the PC. Just wiped them. I shit on them. Oh my god! <laughs> Being able to like hot swap weapons with like hotkeys. Oh, just that's like right. Yeah. Whipping around like the um, the amount of shit you can do on a mouse and keyboard. Like that game was made for PC. Like I don't know if the, the no shit co- console <laughs> versions have mouse and keyboard support. No, but no. Oh, god damn. Does that game have? Does it support uh, Nvidia Reflex? Probably. I don't. It supports a lot of stuff my computer cannot do. Okay. Uh, and that's why I'm running it on Max because like I can't. My graphics card doesn't support like HDR and shit like that, uh, and, like, and ray tracing and all okay, that shit. Okay, okay. Um, but this game can look real nice. Um, but playing it, god damn, this is like the the devil may cry of first person shooters. Uh, I forgot that each ammo type has two different weapons, like a super version and a regular version. So you get like, uh, you get the shotgun which like your all fires can be full auto shotgun or you shoot a grenade. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the the super shotgun. Yeah. The super shotgun just has a chain that you hook onto a guy and you can just drag yourself to them. Uh, if you get the upgrade, the chain sets them on fire. All the different like weapon swapping through your grenades to your flamethrower, um, doing hot swapping between heavy weapons so you cancel out uh, recoil animations and shit. God damn, this game is so good. And I am so hyped every single time I play it. I got like I got like pit sweats going on. I'm so fucking Disgusting. pumped. Disgusting. Sick. Actual sweaty gamer. Actual sweaty gamer. Ugh. It's so good. Highly recommend it. And I'm so pumped to get into the DLC eventually. So this is the second one, right? Yes, Doom Eternal. Yeah. What was the other one called? Just Doom. Oh. So that's why people call it Doom 2016 because it's just Doom. Oh my God! It's eight years old. Yeah. Oh wow. It's been a while since Doom 2016. It's good. It's due for a remake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> An HD remake? HD remake. All right. Get the 4K going. Um, there's also a bunch of bonus stuff in this game I, f- I forgot. Like, when you get collectibles, they appear around your, like, Doom Citadel and stuff. I think at the end of the game, you unlock, like, Doom 1 and 2 to play inside Doom Eternal. So oh. you, you play it on the Doom guy's computer inside his, like, room. That sounds pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah. I, I hopefully we'll get to the DLC event soon and I'll talk about that more. But I got to say, if you guys are looking for Doom Eternal and you have the ability to play it on PC, play that shit on PC. Shit is sick. And there's been a whole bunch of free updates since then. They've added like master levels, which are remixed versions of regular levels to be way harder um, and like test your, your movement abilities and stuff like that. Uh, there's a horde mode with their whole like, they have a whole like horde mode system going on where like you unlock weapons as you progress through it and like get yes. power ups and stuff. It's sick. I love it. Uh, JoJo Part 6 has come out with their next batch of episodes. JoJo Part 6 Part 2, basically. Part 6 Part 2. On Netflix. Netflix. And... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And the show continues to be great. It has two of my... Well, one of my least favorite pies, but I, like, ironically like it. 
And then one of my favorite fights in this series. Uh, one is with Limp Biscuit, and the other one is against Jailhouse Lock. Mm-hmm. And I, if the quality of this keeps going on, I, I think the final arc is going to be absolutely bonkers, just because. Uh, Wait, this it, isn't isn't over? No, it's not over. There's a third part. There's going to be a JoJo Part Six, Part Three, with the last batch of episodes. Because what it was twelve, and this is another twelve. I think yeah, I think it's yeah twelve. And I think it's be thirty six. Okay. Okay. Total. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And um, and yeah, because it, it's like midway through the season, I don't want to spoil anything. It continues to be good. David Productions continues to slap, and uh, yeah, all female all female prison arc continues to be good. But this is uh moving its trajectory, uh, of JoJo to more like less Oda Oda punch you in the face stands like direct attack type stuff into more like fucking with your mind puzzle type stands and that stuff is very cool mm. and i didn't think they'd be able to animate that kind of stuff well especially jailhouse lock but i was proven wrong oh so i enjoy it mm-hmm. and then the last one i've been watching is a k-drama i've been watching extraordinary attorney Wu. Woo-hoo. um this is <clears throat> a it was released this year yep on netflix it follows a young girl Wu young Wu. Who is I? Wu Young Wu. I don't make the names, all right? Go talk to Korea. All right? That's her name. Okay? She is a rookie attorney mm. for, a, for a law office, a law firm. And she is super high IQ, but she has autism. It's a big bang theory. I guess. Kind of. So they go a little bit more extreme in this way. Uh, so the way they portray autism in, in this show is more like, She's not on like obviously not on like the super non-functioning autistic side where I'd hope so because to be a lawyer, lawyer you kind of <laughs> gotta be you know, um, but she is they they she's in the the realm of like she is so unaware of her surroundings. It's not like where like Sheldon just doesn't understand social cues, but like when he like moves around a scene, he he could like fit in if he doesn't open his mouth, right? Just like his physical mm. his physicality is still kind of normal. Mm. Where with her. Uh, they go as far as like portraying that when she walks around in Seoul on the street, she has to wear headphones so she doesn't get sensory overload. Mm. Um, when she's talking, she never is making eye contact with anybody and she's always moving her hands in weird ways. Kind of like an Italian, you know, just boppity boopy. Mm. Um, and she's more on the, the, like the physically extreme side of being autistic but still functional. It, they, they put her in like this Goldilocks area where like, look, look, she has autism, but also I can fully function within society and it's totally fine. Yep. Um, so that kind of is, is weird. But the show is structured as basically a, a murder mystery because it's a lawyer show or like even like a Phoenix Wright style episode. But autism comes in in some way, in some form eventually. Yes. So her whole thing is that like, she loves two things in this world, and that's law and whales. Whales. And everything that she has like a breakthrough relates back to whales. Hell yeah. Somehow. I wish I had that kind of mentality. <laughs> I wish I loved something so much. That it all leads back. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, all, it all leads back to whales. Dude, am I, am I autistic? Because uh, everything, everything leads back to video games, so I don't know. I wasn't going to say anything. All right. Okay. We'll see. Um, so yeah, like every time she has like a, like her epiphany, basically they'll do this thing where like 
the wind blows in her face and then like a oh, whale yeah. sound happens ha- like Ooh. how how <laughs> dramatic yeah it's kind of funny um but it'll be like your typical crime drama where you have the opening scene something fucked up happens and then the show continues to like show you what really happened mm-hmm. right it's not as fucked up as it seems when you have context mm-hmm. and when they find more clues and then sprinkled within there is her dealing with being visibly autistic in a society like Korea's, which is very, I don't know, Asian. I don't know how else to put that. <laughs> which is very what? Yeah, it's very Asian. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say What are you that, trying to say? Uh, there's, there's a saying. What are you trying to say? Uh, just like, you know, when, when something is out of the norm, it, it tends to be. Were you saying Asians can't be autistic? Perceived. I'm saying they can be, but I'm saying that maybe they're a little bit less progressive with people who have autism than say north america all right or people who are outside of the norm you know know, what's that famous saying Uh, the nail that sticks out gets hammered down it's kind of like that Mm. you know and uh yeah the the society with what was it the one year miss uh, miss korea they had a problem like koreans had problem telling them apart because of the plastic surgery oh yeah they're all a very they're i yeah they're, they're kind of like a very conformative society in certain ways um so it's it's a very interesting look at this because the show actively in k-drama fashion goes out of its way to be like well you're fucking autistic and you suck and blah 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 and you're like well it's so mean like oh my like if this show like was released anywhere outside of asia or like if this was a north american show someone would be like we need to cancel these writers there <laughs> god damn <laughs> because they they go hard in the paint when they try and uh, make her feel bad about being autistic. Yeah. And it, it, that's that's where the show kind of loses me sometimes. It's this weird push and pull between, like, the way they set up cases and the way they set up the lawyering stuff uh-huh. and her whole, like, very interesting, like, very unique process of figuring things out is really interesting. But then when they lead into the drama part of the K drama, mm-hmm. I kind of get pulled out again. Oh, you don't you don't like her, her paralegal, the dude who he's pretty cool. He, he just wants to bang her. Yeah, why not? I would too. She's a cutie. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of hot ladies in this show. Oh that's for god, sure. god damn, dude, oh. the CEO of the, oh, the law firm, <laughs> what a milf. Uh, but yeah, there the the it, it's not necessarily what these people are frustrated with that makes it bad it's the way the show sets it up it's so overly dramatic and it's like it's almost like disney level of like we want you to know this guy's the villain i mean it is a k-drama it is a k-drama stories are generally told yeah yeah and and it is it's it's i've said it before on the show like when we watch squid games um i like squid games up until the point where it became a k-drama and (laughs) that was the best part (laughs) yeah where it's like characters are making decisions not because they would make their decisions but because the writers are like we need to make this so fucking dramatic baby let's go yeah Yeah. and i I just like it it, so far it's been more positive than negative in the first three episodes i've watched um and that's why i'm continuing on with the show and honestly for for a country like to korea to like take this deep dive into uh i guess like a, a very not really well understood topic even here right like uh they bring up the part where it's like they have one character who's like severely autistic like non-functioning autism and 
they try and use that person as a one-to-one example to the lawyer to tell her that she's not qualified to yep. do her job and stuff like that. And they don't understand that it's called a spectrum disorder for a reason and stuff like that. And it, it's cool to see a, a very conservative country tackling topics like these because they tackle it in a different way than we would here. For sure. And, and it's pretty refreshing. So I, I so far, I like it. It's uh, it's pretty decent, but it's pretty decent. Oh, yeah, I would uh, I would recommend it. It's pretty good so far. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. Hmm. That's it. That's it. That's my week. That's what you got. Like I've been playing Magic. I got got dude. I got I got some like residual hate from lat like two weeks ago playing Magic. What? So I I okay. I, I was playing Magic. Right, we we're playing EDH down at, at the at the local you know local board game store. The the BGS. Oh, you know? wow. BGS. He says <laughs> the LBGS and um. I was playing my one deck Myel, where I cheat out big dudes. Okay. And I've made it so that all the big dudes that I cheat out are not just like game enders, but they're annoying. Like, so it's not just like I put down someone who can kill the table in one turn and then game over. Like, I, I, it's not fun. But I always put down cards that are like you have to change the way you play now. So, like one example of that is um, Gisela, where every source that would deal damage to an opponent deals mm. double. But, but every source that would deal damage to me deals half, mm. right? So opponents are like, well, maybe I should attack another opponent of Anthony's so I do double damage to them, right? And I get more value for my hit. Or uh, And then the other one is like Rukthar, where every, anytime a player would um, cast a non-creature spell, they take six damage. Okay. And there's just stuff like that. Um, I was telling a guy that I was taking cards out of my one fucking super meta elves deck and I was putting them into my L. And so he's like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, okay, I'm, I'm taking these cards out from here because this guy said he had a, like a pre-con deck, like he's just starting. So I'm not going to play the kill you on turn four deck. And I'm going to take these five cards out from this deck and put them in this deck. And he's like, oh, cool. And then I played one of the cards that I think he's like, I thought you took that card out. I was like, I told you I took it out from this one and put it into this one. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that card's such, so mean, like blah, blah, blah. The card was called Vorinclex. Where every time I, I tap a mana, I get one more of that mana produced. Yeah. And every time my opponents tap a mana, it gets frost tapped, meaning it doesn't untap during their next untap step. Okay. It takes two turns to untap. And man, that's pretty brutal. But yeah, it came out and he's he just started complaining at the table the whole time. And I was just like, Oh, I told you. I don't know what to tell you. If you don't listen, I don't know what to tell you. And so this week I was playing in a pod with him and his boys, and let me tell you, my elves deck even though it's pretty good, cannot handle being targeted by three players every game. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I think the the man talked with his boys before we went into the pod, and uh, yeah, I, like every turn was just card effect can target anybody at the table. Yeah, targets me. Wow. Oh, oh, you put out that thing that'll get you back in the game. That's cool. I'm gonna steal it and I'm gonna use it instead. Wow. Like there was a situation where I put out a planeswalker and. It has an ability where it's like you put a loyalty counter on it and then you put a loyalty counter for each creature you control. And then its ultimate is you get an emblem and it says for the rest of the game, whenever a creature comes into the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. So it's pretty big in a token deck, right? Yeah. I make like 20 dudes, I draw 20 cards. Um, I put it down, put enough tokens on it so that next turn I could get the emblem. It goes around to the other player. He just steals it and then ults himself. Mm. And I'm just like, sick. And then I put down... Uh, a mana thing that would help me make more mana someone else steals that i put down a, a like 
a one mana mana dork someone <laughs> blows that up and i'm just like all right cool this coordinated effort's very fun yeah <laughs> yeah and there's just yeah there's just like nothing i could do about it so sick yeah it kind of it kind of sucked the the one that was just like like at first i was just like well i did probably some good cards so you mm-hmm. know i could just i i'll take the loss in stride like it was just i played a bunch of bangers right yeah why wouldn't you take them but the one was like i was like mana screwed at like turn three and then some guy had this Voltron commander. It was like a fucking 30-30 by turn five. And he's like, it had he put a thing on it that gave it protection from white and green, which is both colors in my deck. <laughs> and he just killed me in one hit on like wow. turn five. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to sit here for 20 more turns and do nothing. Just shuffle my deck, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of sucked. But damn, what are you going to do? I don't know. Those nerds be salty, kid. Sounds like the same thing's happening in the chess world. Dude. You need a vibrating butt plug? <laughs> if it helps you beat world champion <laughs> yeah. chess, fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so crazy. Uh, anyways, before we go, we do have a question to chew on. Ooh, right at the, the last second there, Paul. Paul Chu writes in, What have been the best video game experiences of your life so far? Are these great experiences because of the game specifically? Um, parentheses, an amazing story experience, or the surrounding circumstances, playing a tournament with friends, beating a famous gamer. A lot of my solo experience aren't necessarily from my favorite games, but they are definitely like the unique experiences, um, like being a, a kid playing Metal Gear Solid 3 and saving after you have that talk with Medic about Dracula. Mm-hmm. And then when you reload the game, you're in like a special like zombie killing mini game mm-hmm. and you figure that out on purpose and it, but it can only happen in that instance and like that's so cool yeah or the first time i played near and they were like hey you want the true ending you got 100 percent and everything cool delete your save motherfucker and you're like oh shit that's so sick like those kind of experiences are kind of like my favorites spec ops the line if you've ever played that mm-hmm where it's like oh there's a bunch of enemies in the in the trenches here you got to hit him with fucking like mustard gas and like incinerate them and then you go down and you realize that your information was wrong and you just committed like fucking mass war crimes and you just killed a bunch of civilians and shit and like well sometimes it'd be like that. sometimes it do be like that sometimes you gotta kill (laughs) thousands of civilians Mm. Mm. (laughs) who hasn't been there you know Mm. it's like everyday experience yep uh i like really like that kind of stuff i've never been good enough to like beat a highly ranked player at a tournament or something like that Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and obviously like the stuff with like friends. You go to you go to an event with friends. You hang out like when me, Blaven, TJ, and Brandon went to Canada Cup. Yeah, and did all that stuff. That was really fun. Met a lot of YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Uh, fond memories of like you and the boys just like playing Mario Party One, getting blisters on your hands from rotating the fucking N sixty four joystick on your palm. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I like. I don't think I obviously have games where I'm like, oh shit, that was really cool that that happened. But I don't think they last with me forever as like a, oh, that's why I like video games. Yeah. Um, mine are definitely more, uh, I guess I would describe them as like just, yeah, I guess who I was playing the game with or like how it, contr- not say not necessarily contributed to my life, but like what it meant at the time. Okay. 
right? Like the first time online game became a real big thing for me. And then you just drop an end bombs in the Modern Warfare Two <laughs> lobby. Hell yeah! No, Modern, <laughs> War- Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four. Like true, I, true. that was like I worked I worked part time job, you know. I, I was at a movie theater, and then at the end of that, my shift was like two in the morning, go home, and then me and a couple of the guys from high school or as well, or the movie theater, we'd all jump on and play all night. Yeah, I love doing that. Uh, when I was younger, I used to sleep over at teacher's house, and we play. Like we always talk about Iggy's wrecking balls. Yeah, and like it's a shit game. But but it's so it was so fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's like, the only game you got. Yeah. Or like Mario Party, or like all those like. Mm-hmm. You're of, right. Mario Party is a shit game. Come to true. think of it, like all the shittiest games were on the 64. But do what? Yeah. Have you ever played Mischief Makers? Because like I like sick. Snowboard Kids, but I would never go to bat for it as like that is the snowboard racing game, right? Like I would never, I would never say that. Would I play? Like Bomberman sixty four, loved it, but I would never say that is the best Bomberman. Would I play Snowboard Kids two over Mario Kart sixty four? Maybe. I think I have to replay Snowboard Kids. See, but the fact that you have to think about that, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. like that's that's the thing, it's right? Close. It's a, uh, it's not a thing. I mean, I really liked playing Overcooked for the first time with my girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. that was incredible, especially with her, who I assume I think she said she like never played. Yeah games before right well she played like swat but that's not real (laughs) that's not a real game that's not a real game (laughs) she only played that in tekken i think so i don't know that's a real game oh wow oh i realized she was a gamer (laughs) that's crazy yeah only on the ps2 dude who's her main i don't know yo could you korean backdash what's going on i have have no idea what's her kbd's like the first the first smash oh my god that that was wow crazy that was peak gaming and you're like, I could be, I could be Kirby, and I could fight Mario. Yeah, and Link and Zelda. Dude, and the Charizard came out of this building. That's so sick. Yeah, like that. That was peak gaming. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be as like mind blown as mm-hmm. the first Smash Brothers. I think a lot of like the best gaming moments type stuff really is like tied to nostalgia. I guess. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, what are your, like, yeah, like, like, what are your most fond memories? And it, it's hard to like differentiate the two unless you're looking at games from like the super critical eye yeah right where you're like oh the whole process of finding notes through bill's town is like one of the best video game experiences ever it's, it's like it's not like it, it is on one hand but it's like not on the other or like the twists in the last of us one and stuff like that it's more like person if you want it personally it's more just tied to like what do i remember fondly mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. and yeah i think i can see a lot of that being tied to the the people that we met along the way yeah you remember the first time you played double dash you're like oh fuck i gotta play I, with i think i the first time i played double dash the ps3 was like halfway through its life cycle by then so mario kart double dash yeah oh my god i never owned a gamecube i think the first person i knew with a gamecube was blavin i remember the first time i played that we're like wait i have to play with a person yeah <laughs> i was like oh, oh my no. god that was like infuriating but also awesome is it then, could they take the driver's seat at any point too i i can't remember could you i think I, you i think you had the ability to okay. switch it yeah like I'm, you both could choose okay, yeah okay yeah um but it, it became yeah it's either because everyone's a team at that point right yeah but then obviously there's always like infighting if tr- i want to drive here <laughs> yeah. no you don't know the spot I yeah do. so it's yeah that's some good shit Double Dash was. Yeah. Damn, double I, I mean, like, I still hate that game, but also True, Mario Kart does suck. Well, shut up! <laughs> you shut. Snowboard Kids Two is a superior game. Thanks for letting me 
figure that out. Uh, what was the Tetris on DS that you could do single cart with eight people? Tetris DS. Is that what it was called? Is it just Tetris DS? I think so. And it had like the video game theme to Tetris boards. Yeah. 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 I think it was just Tetris. I remember DS. doing that in class. Uh, that was that was great. A lot of my college business classes were spent uh, with my friend Alex playing Advanced Wars via link cable on our Game Boy SP. Actually, you know what I, I remember doing a lot? Mario Kart DS in class. Oh, true. true. And I remember getting in so much shit in religion. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> you playing Mario Kart in the eyes of God? Hell yeah. That's crazy. Because our teacher was the phys- was the football coach. Oh. He had the fill, didn't he? Uh, that was also the class where some guy stole the body of Christ and ate it in the back of the class like a bag of chips. Hell yeah. Yeah. I tried to do that once. Yeah, so yeah, I think all my favorite game experiences are about like the the people or the community aspect or the uh Yeah. Yeah, it's more than just the game itself, I think. Okay. I mean, that said, I think Overwatch is the top right now. But you're playing multiplayer, you're playing with the community. You're right, I am True. playing with the Especially when it started out at the beginning, I love people every I feel like everybody could play in that game. Honestly, thinking back too, is like if I if one that doesn't involve like my direct community, but involves like a community of gamers. Yes. Is when I used to play Counter Strike Source. Oh, I think you say Guild Wars. Or, oh, Guild Wars 2. Oh, baby, Guild Wars. Uh, when I used to play Counter-Strike Source, mm. and I got, when I would get called a hacker Cause you're so in good. a lobby, because I was dominating. you're so cracked. I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm so good at video games. Oh, yeah. Dude, those are the best. And yeah, like Guild Wars 1, like playing my first MMO, like I remember buying Guild Wars because I was reading the GameSpot review, and there's like, there's no monthly fee. And I could convince my parents to get me that, because they didn't have to pay for WoW. Right. Mm. So I played Guild Wars and like I was in like one of the top ranked guilds. I remember like sneaking down. You know when like computers you would start them up they used to like beep. Some still do. Some still do. But uh, I would like come go down with a blanket and like cover the computer and then turn it on so the beep was muffled. Oh God. And then like start playing Guild Wars at like one a.m. when I had school the next day. Wow. And I remember one day I got fucking caught because it was like four a.m. And I was, like, in a raid with these guys. And I was like, hey, we wiped. I'm going to go. And apparently this was, like, my test. <laughs> they were going to make me, like, one of the officers in the guild, right? The guy who makes, like, the admin decisions. And he's like, well, if you're going to leave now, you're kind of, like, leaving us out to dry and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I got to go to sleep and all this shit. I got to school. <laughs> and then uh, apparently because I cursed out one of the officers, they, they didn't let me get promoted. So. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Uh, happens when you rage and... Dude, I'm not raging. It's 4 a.m. I'm 14. Yeah, I didn't go to sleep. How are we going to go through this whole talk and you're not once going to, you know, mention your, your true love? Metal Gear Solid 2? No. The League. League is... The League. No, League's... I, I, that is like, the greatest gaming experience. We're talking about good experiences, right? You no, know, because that game teaches you life lessons. No, League is bad. That, like, that's the game that taught you, don't, oh my God, too much of a good thing is indeed a don't, bad thing. Don't play League of Legends. I'm telling you right that, now. That, that's his favorite. League of Legends is a bad video game. Uh, see, it's the only game that elicits this kind of energy from you. Honestly, friends don't let friends <laughs> play League of Legends. But you do it all the time. Do I play it. Okay? And that's a problem. Honestly, that's a problem. That's like... I would go to rehab for League. I probably need to do that. You should. Get it out of my system. You should, but you can't. I can't. That's why it's one of the greatest dude, gaming experiences I had, for you. Dude, I was playing Janna one game, oh, and no. I denied my Rengar, this uh, op- opponent Rengar from assassinating my ADC every single time. He got so mad. Type all chat. Imagine being a man and playing Janna. Uh, and I was just like, bro, you're playing a cat. <laughs> Fucking furry. 
and I think I chirped him out. Of, of, was it TJ's brother was on yeah, Discord watching yeah. me? I just chirped this kid out for like an hour wow. after the game. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shit was sick. But don't play League of Legends. That shit sucks. See that? I knew it. That's don't, your favorite experience. Don't do it. I knew it. Don't do it. I know. So what did we learn today, boys and girls? I miss toxic modern warfare <laughs> lobbies. That's what I miss. <laughs> wow. That's the best experience. Just calling everybody every racial slur in the dictionary. Wow. That's That was gaming at its peak. Was it now? <laughs> wow. Wicked. All right. Don't act like you didn't do that. Get I didn't. Here. Yeah, I, yeah. Nice I didn't have try. a headset. Huh? I didn't have a headset. Right. Didn't have a headset. Yeah, right. I didn't get, like, I had the Sony. It came with a headset, kid. No. It came PS, with the little. The PS3 didn't. Did not? Nope. I thought it did. You had to buy the Bluetooth thing. It came with separately? Starhawk. Oh, I bought I bought Warhawk. Well, there you That's go. That's why I That's had how you it. have a headset. I bought Warhawk. I had it, and then I tried it. I'm like, I don't get it. And then. Because you, just say, say a racial slur right now. Just see how it feels rolling off the tongue. You're Asian. Oh my God, that's <laughs> fucked up. I'm not even Asian, dude. That's crazy. So how does that? But how that make you feel? Not good. Empowered? Because you're a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you just describing yourself? Oh, yo. What are you doing? That came up in work. What uh, jungle agent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh baby. So me, me and my friend Gek, we were having lunch. Gek is Cambodian. Yeah. I'm Filipino. And this new girl that she just got hired. Mm-hmm. And she's she wanted to be friendly. She sat with us and and whatever we're, we're having discussions. And then Get goes, "Wow, it's nice to have another one of you here." What do you mean one of you? And then she was like, "You mean Asian?" She's like, "It's okay. It's just us. We can all we can all talk." Oh no no. Yeah. She meant something else. And, and Get was like, "Yeah, Asian." I'm like, "Yeah, you mean jungle." <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great hell yeah yeah because i think because the new girls i think she's vietnamese dude yeah i'm like it's the jungliest jungle you can get <laughs> and i was like listen like it's it's cool we're we're among our people, people okay all these all these fancy right we're surrounded by the fancies yeah. but we must band together like obviously when you know when when the shades are around <laughs> oh my god right we, we all stick together as an asian coalition oh of course but when it's but just when it's just when it's amongst yeah right the asians yeah the europeans stick together but when it's only europeans yeah then you break off and we're like fuck you russia yeah all right welcome to italy we're the best oh god yeah uh awesome that's it for us this week we'll be back next week expect a lot of talk about overwatch uh, can I check out that week? Nope. No. Oh, you. Fuck. I'm paying you to be here. So. Uh, wait. What? Nope. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>